again. Is today the 22nd? Yes. Of October? Yes. 2001? Yes. Yes. Little Rock, Arkansas. You got it. Not bad. Not bad. The week of the intensive. Wow. Just coming off of a spectacular event. Is there anything anybody would like to consider or inquire about this morning? We have three hours. I, I have a question. About we have what three hours or four hours? Four hours. Wow. Yes. So I have a question. One of the things, one of the practices that you wrote on my card and you told me before is to withhold nothing and adapt to nothing. So I, I, like, I understand that, and then, like, last night, I wanted, to, I wanted to leave the space and go to the movie. And then, and, like, I was getting that plan in action, I went and got Betty Lou, and, you know, then it just, like, hit me that that was a really bad idea. That, you know, that I could that wasn't fair to James, and I certainly couldn't do that to Chuck, since you know, have James arrive and for me not to be here. So, you know, since I decided I didn't have to do the nice thing, if this really rebellious, selfish, like, brat in me is just, like, blossoming. And so, like, that part was just really pissed. I wanted to go to the movie. So, like, in that, in the moment of all that, it seemed like I was adapting to not go, and so is. So is it? I have to recognize that I'm not in my adult, and then shift to my adult, and then not adapt from that. Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. That might be Something you have to for me. Yeah, but that would be great. So I'll answer while you're in the other room. And you can practice again. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Yes? Just one, are you calling for Clint? Just one moment. Will you excuse me? Yeah. We don't have any, we don't have anybody. That's what you're talking about? Yes. Our group no longer has any money. We just have a lot of money. We have a lot of money. That's yeah. what happens when you don't have all training. That's what happens. What about that? Like, we can't have a group unless, unless there's money coming through. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like there's a kind of a, a viability or like a real-world feedback or a, if you're providing value, then the world pays for it kind of thing. And it's like... But it didn't all get created with this training. I mean, you know, we've had some other trainings that have lost money, and, but we took a big hit on the last two trainings. It wasn't just this one. And so, I mean, it's been at least six months. But even like, I mean, there's like an attitude even 
in the group, to me, it seems like, of, like it's not a priority. Like oh. paying, you know, like, like we don't keep up if we pay our dues. Well, we don't pay promptly. We don't, um, it's like people haven't enrolled, well, we haven't in the training. Like, how many people are paid for the intensive? I mean, it's like, it's like we personally haven't made it a priority. And, you know, I know that when people were balancing bills and, and all that, that it's just like, it just kind of seems like we set the tone. If it's not a priority for us, why is it for anybody else? <coughs> simple stuff a thousand times. It's, I am sure he is bored out of his mind talking about the same old thing over and over again. And it's, but he's willing to keep saying it. That's what gets me. Yeah. But so, he hasn't, you're saying he hasn't made the decision of to hell with those people that hadn't heard it, so whatever. Or I already said it a thousand Yeah, I'm not going to say it anymore. So you're saying the same thing applies to what Sue's saying. Yeah, we know this stuff. Well, yeah, no, I mean, we've talked about it, you know, we've talked about it for two years. No, see, see, I want to disagree with you because we don't know this stuff. If we knew this stuff, we would be different. So it might be that our mind has memorized the words, 
but we don't know the stuff that's not in our body. Because we would show up in different ways if we knew the true cost of not showing up that way, for example. It, it took you probably, well, however, 20 years before you started to go, okay, I'm paying early. Because then I, then the value starts. Then, you know, this, this little thing that Sue does, you know, Sue got on the internet for expandthebox.com, went through, the, I don't know how, it took an hour or so going through the whole thing, found this little thing called Sparks, and then wrote a check for $36 and sent it over to me in France and said, I want Sparks. Well, Sparks didn't exist then. Well, the fact that she wrote a check and sent it to me caused me to have to deliver Sparks, which is, we're on Spark 24, 25 now. Gotten. You haven't it gotten just any. Came. I've never oh, gotten never got did you pay a check? Yeah, I did. She did. Oh, I like, and I was so excited about that. I was so excited to see that, and I like wrote a check and I put it in the mail, and I printed out a form for everybody, and I took it to the meeting, and I was so excited, and I like gave it to everybody, and said, you know, this is a way we could support. Like we say, we support what you're doing, and this is a way we could do that. And like, I was so. I mean. I like took it really personally that like everybody just sat there. I didn't. I just got that Clint had a website. That's what I heard. Well, yeah. well, no, you get on the website <laughs> and get the form, and print it out, That's and right. do it. But you've already done she's it. Done it. But, but yes, well, but no, I mean, well, will you keep or being a messenger? Or no, not? no, I'm not because 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 James and Vicky. Can get on the website well, no, here's what we're saying. and discover other things. See, what we're saying is it's our job to say the stupid little things over and over again until such time as it happens. And it's almost like we are saying the same stupid little things over and over again, not because something's going to happen, but we're saying it over and over again because it's our job to say it. It's like it doesn't, it almost doesn't, we can't look to the results to have be a reason for us to say the stupid little things over and over again. We can't, otherwise well, it's it, ego. Yeah, but, and, well and to me it's like, why should, you know, it's like a waste of paper. It's, a, it's just, well, it, and like in know. a way then, it's like, it's your choice. It's like your choice to do it or not do it. Yeah, but see, enlightenment is here now. God is right here. This is the face of God. We are being in the presence of God. Okay, did you choose that yet? No. Have you chosen that yet? No. Why not? Here. You've had a thousand zillion opportunities. And have you chosen? No. Why not? Well, whatever. Reasons, resistance, unconsciousness, whatever. So it's like we what we're saying before was we it's if we know that it's available, it's our job to just keep saying it over and over again. And not to go fuck you, do it yourself. It seems like, to me, it keeps you in relationship with people. It keeps you on the line to keep saying something. That, that seems real to me. It's that you have to hang in there, too, to keep saying it. Yeah, but see, nothing's changing in you. No, see, we're going to have to tell you this a thousand times before you even start to hear. It's yeah, because like, I'm going... I'm going the way, you know, like I get, like, so I, but like I talk so about something for two I years. I know it, but so don't be attached to that part of it. 
because the outcome you there, mean? Yes, don't be it really just makes sense to me because there are things that there are lots of things that hit all of us. Something could be said and I remember it and you don't. That doesn't happen very often, but that might be possible. <laughs> but that so it's more likely that something is said and you remember it and I don't. Because I I took another piece of it in. I got some other part of it and took that and worked that and focused on that and totally forgot. If you just in the space of this one weekend said, I don't know how many things that I don't remember. But I remember at this training when somebody did blah, blah, blah. And I think I have a good memory. I don't think that anymore. But I don't. That's true. So I didn't remember that at all. So that's it could be as simple as that, that we, we all, different stuff sticks to different people for different reasons. And stuff, you know, I'm always appreciative and amazed at the stuff that sticks to you that I'm thankful it did, because you can then remind me. I had that form, and that form sat on my desk. And I get it out and look at it and think, okay, I need to do this. And then I go through a hassle of money on this. Okay, I'll put it over. I'll do it next time. Okay, I kept it for three or four months. Yeah. And then I did it. And it produced no outcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, like, I have got that. <coughs> I guess I What? And I don't see that, that had I gone back every week and said that, what I see, and I guess it's just how I do it, but like I just see after a while, it's like, it's like, and it's not everybody, but it's a lot of the people, it's like the, the, there's this resistance that it's like I get, and so I guess it's how I do it. That well, why would that be, a, why would resistance be a problem? Why would, why would resistance be? Well, because then be I think James is probably more likely to just discover it on his own and do it. Why would resistance be a reason to stop? Because it seems like I'm I'm providing something to push against, or I am something to push against. Yeah, but we're being trained in being possibility managers. And so what's happening is you said, okay, he did not experience the possibility of that. You experienced the possibility of that. He did not. If he did, it would have been handled. He would have done that. But he didn't experience that. So you go, okay, here's something for me to learn. Is here's here's a here's a thing that did not I couldn't create possibility of you because the results are nothing happened. So it's the same, it's called enrollment, whatever. For one thing, you you never even you could have printed one out and brought it and shared it. I have no idea what they are. I just trusted you that you thought it was valuable, and I wanted to. But I'm saying if you're if you're from your, that's something that you think is valuable, and you're offering to us again and again. So another technique would have been to print one out. And bring well, and I've done that because I asked you if it was okay. Like I've done that to some people, not in the group, and I guess I didn't think that there would be any. Okay, I didn't think about that. Like. I didn't think that any any of you would there would be any doubt in any of your minds that that whatever he would do would not be a value to us. 
Like I saw that, but there were there are other people who've done the event that I've said, you know, this exists and this, you know, this could be a reminder and you know whatever. I'm not. Yeah, I'm just saying. I never thought about that. I never questioned. Yeah, I'm just saying. I never thought about that. So what I'm talking about is a, a way to practice being nonlinear, or to a way to um, uh, reinvent who you are being such that possibility can be created, rather than saying, my one thing didn't work, therefore I'm done, or whatever. That to change the, our total relationship to a resistance or a non-acceptance of possibility. Like if we fail to create possibility, look at that and go, okay, this is, a, this is a, a surprising event. So the more the more surprising the feedback, the more information it contains. So it's like the feedback is nothing happened with James. And, and so, okay, here's an interesting, here's a job on my bed, here's a game. And here's something I can get into. Go, okay, how, how is it possible to create possibility for James? I mean, I've been working on that one for I'm years. And I don't think it is. What? I mean, I get I don't think it is. It's possible to create possibility on James. Okay. That's where I am today. It is possible. For James? Yes. For James, what is your evidence? My evidence? The training, the working with the See? See? She took that same what happened and gave it a new story. You gave it one story, she gave it a different story. Same I think it's possible for you to create possibility for James. I don't think it's possible. I think it's possible for you to create possibility for James. So, so we're going to create the possibility for you for the possibility of creating possibility for James. Right. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, because James is Chuck. Right? <laughs> James is any uh, person on the other end of the phone about the event of the intensive. James is your mother-in-law. James is, you know, whatever. Whoever My mother-in-law's dead, so. <laughs> so it's interesting, like, what part of you would, would not enjoy going, okay, like, here's a, here's a, a a, a learning opportunity for me. Here's a puzzle I haven't figured out yet. What part of you doesn't enjoy that? Well, there's a part of me, there's a big part of me that does enjoy it. And enjoys it to, like, you know, this much. And then it's like, and then it's like, because I, I mean, I, I've just recently decided, it's like I try this, I try that, I give up. That's what I do. I try this, I give up. So you try once and give up or try twice and give well, up? It what depends. Once or twice and Once give or up. twice. You know, and then I might give up for a while and then I might go now, then I feel a speck of light and then I give it a try again. So I mean, and that's sort of how things are with us. If you like, don't see a speck of light, then you give up. Yeah, then I give up for a while, 
and then it's like, or then, then I really have something at stake, you know, or then it's the event, or it's whatever, and so. So our job, as possibility managers, our job is to be the source of that light, not to go around looking for little specks of light, but actually generate that light. So we're sourcing that light in circumstances where there is no light. So that not, so you when we go in and go, okay, I'm looking for a little speck of light and we don't see any, that is normal for us. It should start to become normal for us. Where we're not victims of the lack of light. We actually become the light source. And so then we go and we look at a place where there is, you know, all of our past experience and everything who we are, we go in and we go, there is, we can't see any light over there. So that, what that's what you're saying is that stops then, and it's impossible, and it can't happen. Because what we're talking about is the unknown. So what you're saying is you only go where it's known, or at least a little bit known. And what or I'm I try one thing that that you know, or or I try something different, or whatever. And then, I mean, even if it's, I mean, there are things that I try that surprise me. And then, like, if that doesn't make a difference, then it's like. Yeah, but this is all of us. It's not just you. Yeah. This is all of us. Me too. It's like to go into a place where I don't see any light, and to go, okay, this is this is the fact that there is no that I can't see any light here does not mean anything. It only means that I don't see any light. It doesn't even mean that you would go in and not see light because you could go in and see light. So what I'm saying is, when we go in and we always see it's dark, it light the match. We can. We are the source of the matches. We have a box of matches. Light the match, and then there's light. Or bring out your flashlight, or turn on the wall switch. You know, or do something where there's light, rather than going. I don't see any light. There must be nothing here. No possibility. It's a different way. You know, it's outside of the mind. We're really. Uh, we're trying to be. You know, where are we working is not how the mind usually works, or how the box usually works. Our job is to go up beyond what's obvious and, and um, reasonable, and that's what our job is. And every day we have chances to do that. So so that the shift would be to look at those times when there is no light, and, and instead of going, okay, it's darkness, go, it's just that I haven't turned the switch on yet, or I haven't lit the match yet, and start going and start lighting the match, and go, okay, this is great. I, you know, I go in caves a lot whenever I get a chance. You know, I go, go in caves or to sewers or whatever. But there was a time when we were in Arizona. Uh, it was Amethyst and I and this guy named Everett, who's a buddy of mine over there. He's great with the kids. The kids love him. And so the four of us were going on this adventure because we were driving down the road and saw these old mines. And so we, we, we drove back. It was like a half hour drive from home. And we went there one morning. And we got out, and there, it was just a mine. It was dark. So we go in for a while, and, and we couldn't see anything. It went farther than we thought. And we go, oh, it looks kind of just boring, kind of stupid, just plain old. But it sort of ends there. It looks like that. And we said, all right, all right. We'll go back to the car. We'll just get the flashlights and just check it out, just because because we're here, whatever. So we got the flashlights, and we went around this one bend. And man, it opened up. It had been there for, I don't know, 100 years, this cave. There were stalactites, crystals, there were little animals, there were ponds. I mean, we went way back in there. And we spent like an hour back in this cave, and it was amazing. And it was, 
it didn't look like there was anything until we turned the light on, and then there was all this stuff. And that's what I'm saying, our every day is like that. We look around and go, every day is just every day. Every day is plain old, here's the same person, here's the same stuckness, here's the same resistance here, and instead of going, instead of going, okay, it's dead, it's, there's no possibility, it's, we can't, you know, I've done this before, whatever, we go and go, this is totally new. There is, all I need to do is light the, light the match, and it's a completely different situation from what I might think. So that, somehow we have to go beyond the obvious darkness. And it's up to us to be the source of that. And the only way it happens is if you take a risk. If I take a risk to be something more than what I experience myself as being, you know, like I have to walk through a doorway to create possibilities. And I don't know how to do that often. You know, it's like that's why the event is so wonderful. It's training. It's training how to step off the end of the the ledge, you know, over and over again and you see where you're at. I have to somehow be courageous enough to take more risks individually without without concern over the consequences of that and what it will produce. day we have a chance to be a torch <clears throat> because when you are a torch it's like the way you light one torch is, is from another torch and if we look at people as torches and look at somebody a lot of people aren't on fire yet so our job is to pass on you know start the torch on fire and because we come to a we try to light one torch and it doesn't light doesn't mean we don't try again and I'm not saying you don't try again but then, but there's a way of being discouraged or um, maybe having the experience of failing if, if we try and it doesn't go on or something, you know, if we try something and it fails, then okay, that's bad, or that's a failure, or not good enough, or it's never, it's never going to happen, or something like that, rather than going, oh, this is great, it didn't go on, that means I get to learn something. That just because I didn't figure out the first time means everything I know didn't work. Great, here's a chance to learn something new. And then I look at it as not necessarily a, a challenge to try harder, but an invitation to learn something and to, to become somebody different for that situation. Like Betty Lou, you're faced with that all the time. Every client that comes in takes a new key to unlock them. And a lot of times I feel like they have, you know, they provide the key, and it's just, and I have just spotted And so, and so then a lot of times I don't, you know, I don't see them, or I don't create it. I mean, there are people for whom it seems like it's easier than other people. You know, I had did a mediation recently where the man stood up the whole time. <laughs> because he was ready to go. He came in ready to go, and he did go. And, you know, but 
and I felt like, you know, there, was there some other possibility there or not? You know, he came literally stood up. If somebody had seen the possibility of that's why I really read it out. I know that if somebody's transcribing this tape, they're going to hate you. It's like that the importance of what happened at the end of the training, you know, when we were doing the closing processes was so important because people got to, to look at and see how somebody else brought the torch to them, handed the torch to them and what that produced in their lives. Okay, and it's like, you know, that's a big, big important piece for everyone be able to, like Rose is still in my heart, regardless of what happens in our relationship, she will always be in my heart, you know, in a big way, because she took some risks with me on the phone. She invited me to come into a world that I had no idea about, that I wasn't prepared for, it was totally unreasonable for me to walk into, but she held that door wide open, and she, that changed my, my whole universe, you know, and I will always I will always love her and respect her and admire her for having invited me into that. She had, she had to put herself, she had to be on the line with me. You know, she had to take some risk with me. You know, like I might not like her if I go do this, and, and, and I walk away and I have an attitude of whatever. She took that risk. And now we're close. That was just that was. She wasn't tied. She wasn't tied to that. So is it just when? We then interpret something as a failure, you know, my interpretation of what happened with Alice and other things, and, and Sue's interpretation of other things. So when we interpret that as a failure, either I failed or their, whatever our judgment is about them, is that just a hidden purpose? Or would be your guess? I guess so. I mean, it seems so so easy and it seems so easy and so simple to see it in other people I mean I that is so simple to me that what we are the only way we have it is to pass it on and just, that's that's what we're supposed to be doing it's so simple I can so easily see that in you and that what that that's her job oh. and that when she hits a wall, hits resistance, that that's in no way a failure. That has no meaning. It's just another opportunity to try something different. And and I'm not always able to apply that to myself. So why is it so easy to see that in other people than when it happens for me, for you, it's something entirely different then. And I, like with, you know, like with chat, it's like sometimes I interpret it as a failure, but then like I go back and I, I mean, I go back again and I like look at it in a different way and I think about, you know, okay, so what else can I try, whatever. And, you know, like I know that with people in our group, it's like I think James has a different responsibility. I think you do. I think Vicki does because it's like, because we're a part of this group. So it's like people, you know, like people I talk to on the on the phone about the event. It's like, you know, I get I have 
I mean, like for me, that's really different. It's like I had this, I have this huge responsibility, and I mean, I, I know I'm not looking at that, that I'm 100% responsible for James getting whatever, or that Vicky does. It's like, uh, and. I mean, I'm, and I'm discouraged, I am discouraged, I'm really, I'm discouraged with people in the group, um, because, because, because I guess it's because it's easier it's easier for me to be discouraged with y'all than to just, it's like, either I, I'm totally incompetent about the event or like y'all just don't get it and it's like easier just to be discouraged with all of you than, than the other. And like, and, and the group doesn't work for me. The group doesn't work for me. And this weekend when I heard Kristen talking to um, Gary and Rochelle explaining that we were part of the camp group, it just like it just like clicked a switch of that like that's that that's a big part of what doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me to be part of it. You know, it's like I sit there and type the group on everything and send it out to people and, you know, it's like I try to pretend it's not camp and there's this huge force trying to force it to be camp and that doesn't work. Like, I don't want to be a part of that group. I think, you know, I think that Porna, that for Porna, the group is, um, I was like a, a prep school, not a prep school, a preparatory thing, an extension of of his of what he's doing, of his community, and that like that doesn't work for me because I, I'm not drawn to Porna's community. I know there are people in our group who are. I know there are people in our group who, you know, think that he might be their teacher, and like. That's not it for me. And it's like, it just seems like we're playing a game. And, you know, it's like, I don't, like, I get these calls to, will I enroll the training for the league? Will I do this? And it's like, it's like, no. Like, that's not, that's not where my focus is. And that's not what I love and care about. And, um, and if that's what y'all, if that's what you all want, then that, like, that's fine with me. And that, like, 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 I'm compromising. I'm compromising a part of me that I don't want to compromise anymore. And I respect that. If that's, you know, if that's what you love and want, then go for it. 
And I, you know, like I felt for a really long time like this isn't my group. And like I haven't known what that means. And you know, like I've been so angry with a lot of you, and I know you know that. And it's like. You know, if that's what if that's what y'all want, like I don't understand. Who are you speaking to? It seems like you're making a lot of assumptions. Then why do we? Go ahead, go. Yeah. Then why do we sit and allow Corna and Kristen to have it? I mean, it. They talk. It. They talk to the world that it's camp. They come and they Corna comes and he talks. And it's camp. It's, it, he says, this is what you are. I'm the leader of this group. So he why says that. What's that? What You seem to think there's some, that, that there's some, uh, that, that isn't my interpretation. I don't have that. And, I, and, and that's, it doesn't, that doesn't really matter to me. I don't even care about that. That's not real for me, that, that, that you say that, and that even if he said that, that's meaningless to me. That doesn't mean anything to me. And that's fine. But, and I, but you like, seem to be lumping me into this, and me yeah, and other people yeah, into this. I'm just saying that, I'm just saying What's that. What's the cost for that? Let's say you're right. Let's say that's exactly what he does, and that's exactly what's happening, so what? If it's so what for you, then it's fine. What you may, I'm asking wait you, a minute. so what? It's so what for you. And what I'm saying is, it is not so what for me. Wow. But I, I told you that. What I said is that I realized that... It's like, it sounds like you're the one getting the calls saying, will you do this, will you do that? Well, we all do. Oh, you guys all do. You all get I didn't calls. want James to come cut the grass. You know, they want him to go to Bozeman for a week and work up there. You know, I enrolled in elite training. I did. By myself. Two-thirds of the people there I brought. And then I was pissed as hell about it. Like, and I couldn't figure out why, like, like, why that was two weeks before these other trainings we had in it's like, you know, like, I didn't understand why, like, that's where your focus was then. It, it was as simple for me, it was as simple as saying yes. That's all it and was. I, it was like just I, as simple as saying yes. I understand that on that level, and, like, it's that's, so I mean, what part of what I'm saying, Betty Lou, is that, is that because, I hear what you're saying, and it's different for me. And if it works for you, great. Like, like, great. If what like, works I, for if me, the group works for you, well, I don't know that it does or doesn't. Like, well, then that's for you to decide. That's for you to work out. Like, that, that's for you to work out. I, my question to you is the same question I asked you the other night, and I thought about this all weekend. 
you know, nothing ever changes until someone says there's, there's, that some part of it could be different. Some part of something could be different. I mean, we, we would all live with the status quo forever until there was some person or some urgency or some reason to do something different. So let's say that you're sensing that before the rest of us, or you're at least bringing it to the conversation. And we've all known that there's been some level of apathy in the group, and I have certainly contributed to that. And so, so, fine, let's say that it's, we've all talked about upscaling and blah, 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 and you know, so we got, we got sidetracked with two babies being born, and with other no, I just think those, that's just a bunch of shit. Well, and it's like we can be sidetracked as much as we want. We can have as many reasons and we can have as many excuses. Well, and I've tried to talk to the group about apathy and it's like, I, for me, it's selling out and I'm not willing to do it. And if it's not selling out for you, great. Like, follow it. Like, like, follow your heart. If that works for you and that's where your heart takes you, like, go there. What? what? Where? I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is for you. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. What? I don't understand what the... I'm lost. It seems like... I appreciate your, I very much appreciate your willingness to point out that something else is needed, that we're, that we are, that we are apathetic and we're not standing up for something. That's exactly so. It seems like you've tied a lot of other stuff to that. I don't even know what you're saying. Are you making assumptions that because I went to the prison training with Corna and because I said yes, I'll enroll relief? I mean, look what all I learned from that. I learned not, a lot from that. And yeah. none of it was fun. I'm not it judging that. I'm hearing both of your conversations and it's, there's a, yeah. just a failure to connect. And I, what you're saying is really reasonable and obvious. And what you're saying is really reasonable and obvious, and that the fact that you're not coming together is also reasonable and obvious. Yeah, but so. here's why I haven't even gotten to ask what I really want to ask. It's what I asked the other night, which is, instead of looking at what's wrong, what is it that's not that you're unwilling to, to create? Instead of having the conversation about how broken the whole thing is, or we all are, or what we're not doing, and, you know, it's like you... You know, it's the same sort of threat I issued in the event of I'm leaving if, instead of saying I'm leaving if, why don't you step into the, the creation role? The one, I'm not saying I'm leaving if. I'm not, saying, say. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that that doesn't work for other people. It may work very well for James or for Vicki or for Mary or for Kelly or for whoever in the group for that to be for how the group is to be so that may be fine with them to have the group under corners auspices for it to be a you know this ground you can go to kind of fill it out if it works for you keep progressing whatever 
I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying that needs to change. I'm saying if that works for the rest of you, like, great. I don't think it doesn't work for me. I don't think anybody really, nobody's, we just haven't made it known. We haven't, I mean, Clint invited us months and months and months ago to create a new name. We haven't done that. I mean, it could be as simple as creating a new name and saying, good luck in Bozeman. It's been nice knowing you. We'll miss you. We hope to soon see you again someday. There has never been a distinction made with you. I mean, Lorna has never got that there's a distinction between what we were and what we are now. I specifically asked Fred if there had ever been a conversation with Lorna around that. He said no. So maybe that's all that's needed is just for you to bring clarity to that conversation. I don't have any problem with that. Sue, let me ask you a question. Is it is it that you don't feel like the group works for you? Or is it that you are questioning whether you want to continue the relationship with the members of the group? In, in, within the context that we find. Is it that you feel like the group doesn't work? The group The group doesn't work for me, but not on, I mean, it doesn't work, the format doesn't work for me, and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about to belong to, to be, to be a part of a group, and to be a stand, and, like, I'm not a stand for that group. Like, that's not, that's not what I stand for, and, and I sell out. I sell out a part of myself that I'm not willing to sell out to be there. What do you stand for in terms of what do you stand for in terms of our relationships together and what we're doing? What, what are you selling out? What, what are you selling out? Adapted for you, for James, for Vicky. Just it's adapted for that. 